the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I am Michael Harrington in Washington. One of the strangest Easter Sundays in the nearly 2,000 years that Christians have been marking the event. Millions of believers around the globe celebrating the resurrection of Christ in isolation due to the virus. President Trump has now approved disaster declarations for all 50 states because of that malady. For the past few weeks, the president has been issuing disaster declarations for states as the COVID-19 threat spread across the country. With Saturday's declaration for Wyoming, all 50 states, the District of Columbia, and four U.S. territories have received a federal disaster declaration. The president's action makes available federal funding. Also Saturday, the U.S. surpassed 20,000 deaths from the coronavirus, overtaking Italy for the highest death toll in the world. Greg Clugston. Washington. And British Prime Minister Boris Johnson out of the hospital today. This is SRN News. This Easter will look and feel unlike any other in our lifetime. No packed Sunday services, no massive potlucks and large family reunions. But there is an unchanging and unstoppable truth behind the day, and nothing will prevent us from exercising our religious liberty and celebrating the resurrection. Let's make this a year of grateful praise and not a fearful panic. Happy Easter Sunday from AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. The Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla film No Safe Spaces is available for streaming on demand, but only for a limited time and only through us here at Salem Media. So go to am1280thepatriot.com or watch salemmedia.com to stream No Safe Spaces today. Just past 1 o'clock, Easter Sunday here in the Twin Cities. Let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. A winter storm warning all day long and a high of 32. we got Hour 1, Brad Carlson Show of the Narn starting right now. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master Control. Go flight. Studio Engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson.
651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag NARNShow, hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. Jason, how are you today, sir? AM 1280, The Patriot is the Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Hope you are having a blessed Easter Sunday. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Thank you so much for tuning in. Jason, are you with us today? As I, well, you know, I may be uh, kind of giving up the gig, but uh, <laughs> I am broadcasting uh, from my home studio so uh, we always uh, appreciate the uh, support, regardless of uh, where we may be or where we may be broadcasting from. Uh, it's always an honor to uh, be with you again uh, this uh, blessed Easter Sunday, for He is risen. He is risen indeed. Uh, you know, as, as I said at the, uh, at the Salem Radio Network news at the top of the hour, um, this has been probably one of the more unique Easter Sundays, uh, well, as the as the newscaster said, two thousand years because we're celebrating it basically in social isolation. Obviously, we're not gathering at our typical places of worship. Many churches offer uh, church online, so that certainly is advantage. An advantage you get to still get to hear the word of God. But but part of being part of a congregation, a church congregation, is well congregating, right? And you want to be with uh, be with those that. Uh, you know, to celebrate this uh, this momentous occasion where uh, Jesus was uh, crucified on the cross on fr- on Friday, two days later, uh, he rose again, and this to me is one of my favorite holidays because you know it is in the midst of spring, and spring is always a time you feel like a renewal period. Now today might be an exception because it is snowing out, and uh, you know I don't feel I don't think it's that bad personally because. Um, you know, you just, we're just enjoying the time with our family, uh, enjoying the time with our loved ones. And to me personally, you know, if you don't have to drive anywhere, kind of sitting at home, looking outside at the, uh, at the snow, um, I think is, is a good thing. And it wasn't, uh, Jason, was it bad driving in for you today at all? I mean, how was how was the driving? Can you uh, yeah, no, can you fill it, us in? That? Yeah, no, it wasn't bad at all. Uh, the snow had barely started. There was just a little bit on the ground as I was rolling in at about 9 o'clock or so. Uh, I don't know what it's like now. I looked outside for two seconds. Didn't look like anything was accumulating on the roads. It was just on the grass, the ground. So hopefully it's all melting when it hits the roads because when it comes <laughs> to around 6 o'clock tonight, I don't want to have to deal with a uh, nasty drive home. Perfectly understandable. Well, you know, it's it's one of those snows because the, the ground has been warm enough for a long time. It's not sticking to any pavement. Now, the grass and the trees, you know, obviously it looks like a winter wonderland out there. But it is an opportunity for good photo ops. I remember last year at this time, uh, my wife was sitting in the kitchen. It was one of these snowfalls, mid-April snowfalls. And she happened to look out and saw a little spot of red amongst the snow. And she's like, oh, my God. Gosh, that's a cardinal in the tree. And she quick got this photo op. It's this unbelievable photo I posted on my Instagram last year. It is a picture of a cardinal sitting in a tree, and it's the the whole picture is a sea of white except for this little spot of red. It was unbelievable picture. And literally within two seconds, the cardinal flew away. So I was grateful my wife was right there with her camera phone ready to take that picture. Can you can you fit, uh, Jason, you may not be old enough to remember this, but people my age, can you can you imagine what it would have been like in the old days? You're running upstairs trying to get your Polaroid camera to get the perfect shot, and of course the Cardinal would have been long gone by the time you were able to right. retrieve your camera, you know? Right, no, so, I, I, I totally get it, because you know what? I am young enough, or I guess old enough, to remember the days where not everybody had a smartphone in their hand at all times. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine that would be, uh, that sounds like a very tedious effort, but you know what? It might mean more because you put more effort into trying to get that picture as opposed to, Hey, I'm just going to grab my phone and take a quick picture. You have to actually earn it and work for it. So when you do get that shot, it means even more than just pulling out your phone and getting just one of many pictures that you already have on there. Yeah. And of course the, that was the, that, that was kind of the running joke. Whenever people go on vacation, you can always tell the tourists cause they have their Nikon around their neck, <laughs> you know, that with that a fanny pack. So, 
<laughs> exactly. So, so the stereotypical tourist thing has kind of gone away because everybody's got a smartphone, like right. you said. But uh, we are commemorating Easter today, and obviously it's talking about the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And like you, do you ever wonder how the Easter tradition is celebrated with, I don't know, eggs, painting eggs, an Easter bunny, uh, all this kind of thing? I mean, growing up as a kid, you, you just figured it was it was just like a—you really didn't understand—at least I didn't understand until I started going to church as a teenager what Easter really meant. And uh, it, I, this has been a tradition on my show. Comedian Jim Gaffigan kind of uh, uh, waxed uh, poetic on this uh, particular holiday, uh, what kind of a strange tradition it was. And uh, he tries to break it down how we—how to—he tries to reconcile between uh, how this is celebrating the resurrection of Jesus— and how we get to Easter eggs and an Easter bunny. So, Jason, if we have that audio clip, here we go. Easter, that's a weird tradition. Easter, the day Jesus rose from the dead, what should we do? How about eggs? <laughs> well, what does that have to do with Jesus? All right, we'll hide them. I don't, I don't follow your logic. Don't worry, there's a bunny. I had always wondered how we made that correlation. And there it is right there. Jim Gaffigan answers all of life's mysteries right there. You know, uh, I, I don't follow your logic. Don't worry, there's a bunny. Oh, why didn't you just say so? There there it is. So we've uh, we've got the answer to that lifelong mystery, uh, uh, you know, similar to the uh, longtime mystery, which came first, the chicken or the egg. Uh, we now know why an Easter bunny <laughs> represents Easter. Obviously, he's having a lot of fun there because, well, he's a comedian. That's what he does. But somebody actually with Time Magazine about five years ago, kind of explored how did we, how how did this become uh, a holiday where, yeah, we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus and we do so by coloring eggs and eating chocolate and uh, using the bunny as a symbol. How did we get to that point? Well, again, this is from Time Magazine about five years ago. Easter is the Christian celebration of the resurrection of Jesus, but the seasonal chocolate eggs and the bunny who delivers them are nowhere to be found in Scripture. The exact origins of the Easter bunny are clouded in mystery. One theory is that the symbol of the rabbit stems from pagan tradition, specifically the festival of Eostor, a goddess of fertility whose animal symbol was a bunny. Well, that, I guess that makes sense. Rabbits, known for their energetic breeding, have traditionally symbolized fertility. Eggs are also representative of new life. I believe that decorating eggs for Easter dates back to the 13th century. Hundreds of years ago, churches had their congregations abstain from eggs during Lent, allowing them to be consumed again on Easter. According to History.com, the 19th century Russian high society started changing ornately decorated eggs, even jewel-encrusted, on Easter. But how did, he, how did the Easter bunny begin delivering eggs on American shores? Again, according to History.com, the theory with the most evidence is that the floppy-eared bearer of candy came over uh, from, with Germans. Uh, so again, this is from uh, History.com. According to some sources, the Easter Bunny first arrived in America in the 1700s with German immigrants who settled in Pennsylvania and transported their tradition of an egg laying here called Osterhase or Osterhaus. We need Mitch Berg on here to to come out with the German enunciations. He's a lot better at it than I am. Uh, their children made nests in which this creature could lay its colored eggs uh, eventually, the custom spread across the U.S. and the fabled rabbit's Easter morning deliveries expanded to include chocolate and other types of candy and gifts, while decorated baskets replaced nests. Additionally, children often left out carrots for the bunny in case he got hungry from all this hopping. Well, uh, if you're if you're you know exercising and expending a lot of energy. Uh, is carrots proper sustenance? I know we're getting kind of into physiological stuff right here, but uh, I, I would think maybe, well, I don't know, maybe a protein shake. Do they have protein shakes back then? Do we know? I have no idea. So uh, bunnies aren't the uh, animal traditionally associated with Easter in every country. Some identify the holiday with other types of animals like foxes or cuckoo birds. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine how annoying it would be to have a cuckoo bird as a symbol of Easter? Yeah, it's not something I would uh, uh, be all that excited for. Uh, I'll tell you what, why don't we uh, take a break? 
This is Brad Carlson, AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, coming to you live. Yes, we are live on Easter Sunday. And we'd love to take your phone calls, too, 651-289-4488. How are you spending this Easter in isolation? Uh, are you practicing social distancing by having family over but remaining 6 to 10 feet apart? Zoom Easter? Let us know what you're, what you're thinking. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back in mere moments with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Here is your class valedictorian. You want your child to succeed at every level in life. To succeed, they need a solid foundation. Your child's education is an opportunity to instill a lifetime's worth of Christ-inspired principles to create that foundation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we help your child get into a private Christian school for 50% off their first year. For more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Do you have a Relief Factor success story that you'd be willing to share here on my show? If so, I'd like you to call Relief Factor on 800-500-8384 and option 5. And tell them your pain-free success story. We'd love to hear it. And maybe I'll play it on my show. That's 800-500-8384, option 5. In the meantime, for all the rest of you still struggling with pain, you've already heard many testimonials about neck, back, shoulder, hip, or knee pain. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son owners of Relief Factor, have created the three-week quick starter pack, and they've discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Pain from getting older, exercise, or just everyday living is no fun. That's why Pete and Seth created this amazing 100% drug-free supplement, and now tens of thousands of people are taking it every day. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. That's relieffactor.com. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Pick it up or take it out, RackShackToGo.com or RackShackDelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to RackShackToGo.com for pickup or RackShackDelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. Welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. With me, Brad Carlson. And here to take a phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. For any comments or questions, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Now, I know we've spent the lion's share of the past month talking about COVID-19, and for obvious reasons, because it is literally affecting our everyday lives. And there will be some storylines. We'll get to that probably in the second hour uh, but I do want to get to some politics because well, we are a political talk show at the end of the day. Uh, Bernie Sanders, uh, if if there was ever a uh, only in this constant news cycle of COVID-19, could a once top contender for president of the United States drop out of the race? And that news is completely overshadowed. Yet that's basically what happened this past week when Bernie Sanders officially ended uh, his bid for the Democrat Nominee for president. This is from CNN.com. Senator Bernie Sanders ended his presidential campaign on Wednesday, clearing Joe Biden's path to the Democratic nomination, and he showed down with President Donald Trump in November. 
Sanders first made the announcement in a call with a staff, his campaign said. I wish I could give you better news, but I think you know the truth, and that is we are now some 300 delegates behind Vice President Biden, and the path towards victory is virtually impossible, Sanders said in a live stream after the call. So while we are winning the ideological battle and while we are winning the support of so many young people and working people throughout the country, I have concluded that this battle for the Democratic nomination will not be successful. And so today I am announcing the suspension of my campaign in taking on the most dangerous president in the history of the United States of America, Donald Trump. Well, no, I just added that last phrase in there, but but he has said that on many occasions. Uh, Anyway, Sanders' exit caps a stunning reversal of fortune following a strong performance in the first three states that voted in February. The nomination appeared his for the taking until on the last day of February, Biden surged to a blowout victory in South Carolina that set off a consolidation of moderate voters around the former vice president. The contest ends now as the country continues to grapple with the coronavirus pandemic, which halted in-person campaign for both Sanders and Biden and has led many states to delay their primary elections. And I've brought this up on the uh, on the show before. And that is uh, on February, Saturday, February 29th, I happen to be recording my show uh, because uh I forget what I was doing on that Sunday. It was uh, Sunday, March 1st. I forget what was going on, but I had to record my show on uh, Saturday. And I had my political wonk, Matt Makowiak, on, and we were talking like we assumed Biden was going to win the South Carolina primary. And we figured he would win, but he ended up winning it going away. And, you know, at that point, I had asked Matt Makowiak, I says, okay, Matt, even though Biden is going to win South Carolina, Let's be honest, the way this is set up right now, it's pretty much Bernie Sanders' nomination to lose, isn't it? And he wasn't so sure about that. I mean, Matt is is pretty measured when it comes to this stuff. So he didn't say either way. And it's amazing how from that point to when I did my show two weeks later, how it went from Bernie Sanders being the Democrat nominee and basically his nomination to lose to two weeks later, Biden was pretty much the presumptive nominee and we were in the middle. It hadn't been quite named a pandemic yet, but it was pretty obvious that this coronavirus, COVID-19, that came to the United States was some pretty serious stuff. So it, it just, I, I'm still floored by how much has changed in just two months. And lest we forget, I mean, it was March, so March 1st, Sunday, March 1st, Bernie Sanders was still in a very good position to be the Democrat nominee. That was six weeks ago. Six weeks. It's it's incredible how much has changed in that sh- in seemingly a short amount of time. But six weeks being uh, self quarantined and how every everything in the world is turned upside down because of this COVID nineteen. It time has dragged on. I mean, there were several instances last week. I had to sit and think, and I had to think for a good solid ten fifteen seconds. What day is it? I know it's a work day because I'm working and I'm communicating with my employees, you know, <laughs> via via the internet. But what, what day is it? I mean, seriously, that's that's what it's like. And uh, but I will say this, and I've said it before. Kudos to the Democrats for doing something that the Republican establishment sought to do, but couldn't figure out in 2016. And that was knock off the front runner. In the case of 2016, it was Donald Trump. In the case of 2020, in the Democrat side, it was Bernie Sanders. Now, in 2016, it was pretty obvious that Trump was doing very well in the Republican nomination process and that if the the candidates like Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, John Kasich, and Jeb Bush didn't coalesce behind someone, anyone other than Trump, that Trump was going to be the nominee. And unfortunately, the hubris of all of those individuals I just named did not allow them to drop out of the race because they all thought they were the best contender uh, to be president. And at the time, polling head-to-head was showing all of those other candidates, you know, Cruz, Rubio, Bush, and Kasich, all did better head-to-head against Hillary Clinton, the presumptive Democrat nominee, than did Donald Trump. I mean, polling showed that. Polling showed that Trump was the only candidate that was trailing Hillary Clinton. So, like I say, the other candidates couldn't figure out, you know, who would be the guy. Who would be the individual? 
Carly Fiorina also was under consideration, but she she faded after having, ah, she had a moment or two, but really didn't uh, get a lot of traction. So the point is that the Democrat establishment, they came together and coalesced behind Joe Biden. You know, Amy Klobuchar, uh, I think it was um, before the, you know, Super Tuesday was on March, Tuesday, March 10th. So on March 8th, she was going to hold a rally at St. Louis Park High School, but the rally got interrupted by Black Lives Matter because they wanted uh, her answers on how she was going to uh, look into this new evidence that was being brought to light in the Mayan Burrell case. You remember Mayan Burrell, the young man in 2002, who was one of three convicted of murdering Taisha Edwards, a little girl in North Minneapolis, and Amy Klobuchar's uh, Senate campaign and then presidential campaign used that specific case to show how she was tough on crime. And so now that new evidence has come to light saying, you know, maybe he, there wasn't a lot of very strong evidence. Black Lives Matter wanted an answer. Amy Klobuchar never came out for that rally, ended up canceling the rally, and then literally the next day dropping out of that race because she probably couldn't handle the humiliation of losing her home state where she thinks she's so revered. So she dropped out, endorsed Joe Biden. Pete Buttigieg, uh, I think just before Super Tuesday, dropped out and essentially endorsed Joe Biden. They came together and coalesced and saying, look, it's coming down to Biden and Bernie. Uh, Elizabeth Focahontas Warren dropped out shortly after Super Tuesday, but didn't endorse anybody. But she became a non-factor pretty much uh, after a while. And now Joe Biden is going to be the the nominee uh, for all intents and purposes. And Steve Dace wrote an interesting piece and couldn't help but point out the irony of the timing of Bernie Sanders dropping out of the race. Uh, Again, this is from Steve Dace. He posted on his uh, Facebook page this past week. We have grocery store rationing. We're locked in our homes. We have record unemployment. Criminals and illegal aliens have more freedom than we do. Government is buying up everything and loaning us back our money it already confiscated from us. In other words, all of Bernie Sanders' main objectives have been achieved. There's no need for him to be in the race. His candidacy is now a redundancy. Mission accomplished. Now, I don't know that that's why Bernie Sanders dropped out, because it's like, oh, we finally have my socialist utopia here. I don't think that's why he dropped out. But the timing could not have been more ironic because, yes, this is what it's going to look like under a President Bernie Sanders. If he had his way, maybe uh, tell people to isolate on a whim and uh, have this just monstrous redistribution of tax dollars in the case of multiple uh, stimulus packages uh, to help people keep people going when we're having this unbelievable stretch of unemployment. I think over the past three weeks— We've had, what, 17 million unemployment claims in in just the past few weeks? I mean, that's just—I get it, okay, when the government is basically shutting down all business and all, all commerce, those are the kind of numbers you're going to see. But to actually see them, a three-week span of 17 million unemployment claims is just a gut punch. And that's the thing that we're going to have to hash out you know, once we get through this uh, pandemic and people are starting to get back to normal, i.e. going back to work and maybe getting together with their families and whatnot. Uh, you know, King Banyan has talked about that in his show, our Northern Alliance Radio Network colleague, Saturdays 9 to 11 on the King Banyan show on our sister station, AM 1440. The economy isn't just like a light switch. You don't just flip it on and off, okay? There are going to be some long-term damages to the economy, specifically to working capital, and that just doesn't come back. So that's something that once we get back, hopefully get back in our start, starting to be able to be productive again, that we'll be able to figure out. But um, Bernie Sanders is out setting up the uh, septuagenarian matchup of Trump versus Biden. What a time to be alive. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Me, Brad Carlson, The Closer. Yes, I'm live on this Easter Sunday, and we'll be back in mere moments on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. 
Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Where do you go for the latest news and insight into what's happening in Minnesota policy and politics? Americans for Prosperity Radio. Join host Jason Flores for conversation about the issues that matter most and to get the knowledge you need to make a difference. From City Hall to the State Capitol to the Halls of Congress, we're pulling back the curtain and giving you an inside perspective on the economy, health care, education, and more. Americans for Prosperity, Saturdays at 4 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-218-9520-800-218-9520-800-218-9520. That's 800-218-9520. Hi, this is Ryan with My Three Quotes. My business is the only free service of its kind where homeowners can receive three separate bids on any brand of roofing, siding, and windows from three local contractors after only one short meeting with me. Well, did you know that free short meeting can also happen over the phone? Over the years, I've had many customers take advantage of my virtual appointments. You know, I've got this down. Customers simply send me a few pictures, and we discuss the best options to fit their budget needs over the phone. I can get all the measurements I need online with today's satellite programs, and voila! You receive accurate installed quotes via email a few days later, same as my popular in-person process. This is great for busy people, and it's being used even more with today's health concerns. It's the best way to receive three competitive bids on the top brands of window siding and roofing with zero salespeople trouncing through your home. I work hard to find you the best prices and quality. So set up your virtual appointment today with me, Ryan, at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. Welcome back to Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. With me, Brad Carlson, the closer. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. As always, you can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Again, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And for those of you who are uh, Patriot Freedom Club members, you undoubtedly know our latest book of the month, our April book of the month, is For God and Country, a book by Dr. Ralph Reed, who is the founder of the Faith and Freedom Coalition and prominent political strategist. Uh, We are giving away a free copy of this book, by the way, right now. First caller, again, 651-289-4488. You call in, you win, and and have a blessed rest of your Easter Sunday. And uh, speaking of Dr. Reed, he now joins us uh, via telephone. We're going to talk a little bit about this book, and uh, I have a feeling maybe get into the dynamic of the 2020 presidential election now that the uh, general election matchup is pretty well set between President Trump and presumptive Democrat nominee uh, Joe Biden. Once again, we are joined by uh, Dr. Reed, uh, as I said, is the chairman of the Freedom and Faith Coalition, a pro-family public policy organization with approximately two million members and activists. Uh, Dr. Reed, thanks so much for joining us today. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Brad. Thanks so much for having me. We appreciate you uh, coming to the broadcast, sir. Uh, the book, again, is entitled uh, For God and Country, the Christian Case for Trump. Uh, Dr. Reed is someone who's been uh, obviously Christian for many, many years and around politics for a few decades. You undoubtedly know the uh, divide among certain Christian groups about whether President Trump was fit to represent evangelicals' needs in the Oval Office. Obviously, there was great hesitance amongst the evangelical community Going into the 2016 election, 
you make the case that uh, you can't that Christian evangelicals can vote for Trump, knowing he has kept his promises. However, there are still some that are uh, very hesitant. So I want to start off with that. Obviously, the big public. Uh, a divide, if you want to call it that, was a op-ed written by Christianity Today a couple of months ago basically saying that not only should Trump be impeached, he should be removed from office, and that evangelicals should support such a transaction. Now, how did you respond to that particular narrative, Dr. Reed? Well, I, I actually talk about the Christianity Today editorial in my book. I point out that after they invoked Billy Graham's name uh, because he helped found Christianity Today, that uh, Franklin Graham came out and said that uh, his father knew Donald Trump, uh, supported Donald Trump, and voted for Donald Trump. And Billy Graham, uh, in casting that vote, the last vote he cast before he went to be with the Lord, he joined 81% of self-identified born-again evangelicals who voted for Trump. And I think the reason was real simple. It's not because uh, Donald Trump is a perfect man, because none of us are. We're all, we're all imperfect. We're all flawed. Mm-hmm. It's not that he's without sin, because all fall in short of the glory of God. It's because on the issues that give meaning to the lives, beat in the heart, and provide lift to the souls of tens of millions of Christians in the United States, the sanctity of innocent human life, protecting the unborn, religious freedom, uh, the, uh, the need to stand for the state of Israel, the need to have judges appointed to the bench who will respect the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. On those core issues, Donald Trump was not only right on those issues, he's proven to be a champion and a fighter and one of the best defenders we have ever had. And if we had sat on our hands and done what the media told us we should have done and what the critics told us we should have done, Hillary Clinton not only would have replaced Anthony Kennedy and Antonin Scalia with left-wing radicals, I believe Ruth Bader Ginsburg would have already retired and Hillary Clinton, a President Clinton, would have replaced her with a much younger, more radical version of Ginsburg we would have lost not only the Supreme Court, but the federal courts in toto for a generation. So for people of faith to have backed Trump and continue to do so, I believe very strongly, Brad, was not only the politically right call, I think it was the morally and ethically right call because of all those issues. And I, I for one, am tired of Christians being criticized for having exercised such judgment and such, in my opinion, wisdom and prudence on a very tough matter. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, particularly about the, the Supreme Court vacancies. Obviously, we remember the, the shockwaves that took place in early uh, 2016, obviously nine months before the general election when Antonin Scalia uh, passed away. And Mitch, uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell made the declaration right away saying the next president will fill this vacancy. So knowing what we know now, Dr. Reed, do you believe that had uh, that president that Donald Trump would not have been elected had there not been such a shockwave event? Because by that point, people could make the clear distinction. Look, who do you want to fill this vacancy, Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. And at that point, when Trump released his list of uh, judges that he was going to consider for the vacancy, that seemed to assuage a lot of evangelicals. Is that a fair assessment, uh, Dr. Reed? Oh, I think it's a very fair assessment. And I've talked to Senator McConnell about this. Uh, He argues, uh, well, I, I was pretty much complimenting him, and he agreed and has publicly said, that he thinks the most important thing he's ever done in his public life was to hold that vacancy open until after the election. And he told me when I met with him after the election, he said, I was only doing that to try and hold the seat open, you know, in the hopes that someone other than Obama could fill it. He goes, I never thought that it would end up being such a big issue in the election and would help Trump as much as it did, I wasn't even thinking about that. Mm, um, interesting. But it clearly did. And then Trump, as you know, in May of that year, 
became the first major party presidential nominee in American history to release a list of jurists Mm -hmm. before an election and say, if you vote for me, I will fill this vacancy with one of these people. That had never been done in American history. And let me mention one other thing, because I talk about this a lot in my book, Brad. Uh, Most people don't know this, but the last time the American people went to the polls to elect a president, and there was a vacancy on the Supreme Court on Election Day, on an evenly divided 4-4 court, where whoever filled that vacancy would decide which way the court went. The last time that happened was when Abraham Lincoln was elected in 1860. That's Mm, how long it had been. So it was a huge factor. And, you know, we'll never know, and I'm not a prophet, but, you know, I just don't know if Trump would have gotten the votes of that many conservative people of faith had it not been for that Supreme Court vacancy. Yeah, that's an excellent point. And I I seem to recall by about after Justice Scalia passed away that obviously we'd only had a few primaries and caucuses up to that point, but it seemed very clear that Trump uh, had some serious momentum and would likely be the nominee. Again, it wasn't a sure thing, to, of course, but uh, to your point, he certainly uh, exercised a, uh, a good call in releasing a list of uh, judges that, again, would assuage the, the concerns of evangelicals if they would have had to decide on a uh, President Trump, should he be the Republican nominee, which, of course, he was. Uh, on another end, you know, you talk uh, about how Trump has upheld some of the very strong core values of evangelicals. One, of course, is uh, uh, being is the pro-life issue. And we've seen this issue become uh, more of a, uh, shall, we, shall we say, hot-button issue than ever before. You have some states, like New York State, passed the, one of the more radical abortion pieces of abortion legislation I've ever seen. And then you've got uh, other states on the other end of the spectrum passing uh, heartbeat bills where basically once a, uh, a fetus's heartbeat is detected, it is illegal to abort that particular uh, abort that particular fetus. Uh, at that end, what some people didn't realize until it was announced, at the March for Life earlier this year, President Trump was the first in history sitting president to actually speak live on location at the March for Life, despite the fact we've had very staunchly pro-life presidents like President Reagan, President George W. Bush. Uh, yep. That, that, that was downright historic. So I guess a two-tiered question, I guess, Dr. Reed. Why do you think, you've been around politics for a few decades, why do you think that it was such a, was it a, such a hot-button issue that Presidents Reagan and Bush couldn't attend, and why did they feel the need they couldn't attend uh, live and in person? <clears throat> they were very clear about their pro-life stances. Yeah, very clear. And I think it was, uh, you know, it it may have been because it was an advocacy uh, sort of an event uh, that that they didn't they wanted to take the position, but not look like they were at an event that was that involved in the advocacy of the issue. Uh, Reagan used to call in by telephone hookup and then he would meet with some of the leaders at the in the Oval Office before or after the march. That was pretty much the tradition going back to Reagan. He was, of course, our first uh, pro, truly pro-life president. And then both Bushes carried on that tradition. Then Donald Trump, uh, the first year he was president, he sent Mike Pence to speak on his behalf. Pence became the first vice president to address the March for Life. Then the next year, Trump spoke by video hookup. He was the first president to appear on a video screen. And then as you, as you pointed out this year, he appeared in person, but he's done that. That was huge, but he's done a lot more than that. I mean, he's promulgated regulations at uh, the department of health and human services that has led Planned Parenthood to withdraw from the title 10 program, costing them $60 million and effect defunding Planned Parenthood under that program, we still have to do more to defund them, but that was the first time they'd ever withdrawn from that program. He not only reinstituted the Mexico City policy, preventing taxpayer funds from being used to promote or perform abortions overseas, he toughened it and expanded it to almost all international programs. You know, you you have to say at this point, uh, and as you say, we've had some great presidents, 
But you'd have to say at this point that he's the most pro-life president in American history. And very few of his critics or our critics would have ever thought that that would have been the case. And once again, mm-hmm. it was a case where evangelicals made a tough call and they've been totally vindicated. Once again, we are joined by Dr. Ralph Reed. He, the founder and chairman of the Freedom and Faith Coalition, talking about his latest book entitled For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump. Again, that's the April book of the month for those of you who are Freedom Fan Club members here with AM 1280 The Patriot. Uh, Dr. Reed, I guess we'll just end with this. Uh, we have seen uh, President Trump accomplished, when we've talked about uh, his list of accomplishments, whether it be the Supreme Court justices who vow to uphold the Constitution. Obviously, the federal judiciary has been completely reshaped uh, under Trump with, uh, thanks to the Reed rule being invoked, federal judges have uh, continued to be confirmed, even while impeachment was going on. Uh, Mitch McConnell and the Senate, the Republican majority in the Senate continue to reshape the judiciary. Uh, we had a very, uh, I felt, a very substantive uh, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act that was passed at the end of 2017. A lot of things that Republican presidents in the past few decades uh, have vowed to make come to fruition, but for whatever reason weren't able to get everything they wanted and had to make deals and be pragmatic and whatever else. Uh, is it just as simple, the fact that pr- Donald Trump was not a typical politician, that he was just able to go in be like the proverbial bull in a china shop. We didn't even mention moving the U.S. Embassy uh, into uh, into Jerusalem. Uh, Is it because he wasn't a typical politician he was able to get things done? Because, uh, as we say, you can say all you want about Trump's demeanor, and I've had plenty of criticisms on that end, but you can't deny the substantive uh, accomplishments that have taken place, Dr. Reed. Uh, No, you can't. It's undeniable. Whatever your opinions of Donald Trump, whether you agree or disagree with him politically, and whether you mean him well or ill, there is no question that he's accomplished in the first three and a half years of his presidency an extraordinary amount. And I actually have an appendix in Forgotten Country uh, that lists all those major accomplishments. It covers over 30 pages. And it's everything from moving the embassy to withdrawing from the Iran nuclear deal to withdrawing from the Paris Climate Accord to defunding Planned Parenthood, to standing up for religious freedom, uh, to suspending enforcement of the Johnson Amendment so churches can speak out on political and public policy matters and not be worried about losing their tax-exempt status, which was used for decades to silence them and intimidate them. I mean, I could go on and on, and I urge people to get the book, if for that appendix alone, uh, to refute those. And I think... Look, I think it's a couple of things. Uh, Number one, I do think there is an element of that, you know, that unconventional political figure uh, who doesn't take no for an answer, uh, who doesn't play by the traditional rule book. I mean, he has upended the political system and rearranged the furniture of American politics more, I would argue, than any president since Andrew Jackson. Mm. And he's a similar figure in that he was looked down upon. He and his supporters have been viewed as rubes and hayseeds. So I think that's the first thing. The second thing is in many ways more interesting because you see so many attacks on his character, so many ways in which he's demeaned and and uh, caricatured as an immoral person. But I know this because he's a friend of mine, and I've gotten to know him and work with him first as a private citizen and now as president. And I can tell you that when he tells you he's going to do something, he takes it very seriously. He's not like some career politician who is constantly running for office, and i, I got to say this because i got to win the election, but afterwards everything's negotiable. He's somebody who I, – I, I learned this from when I first met him, and I talk about it in the book. In 2011, I invited him to an event that Faith and Freedom was having in Washington when he was about to get into the presidential campaign back then. And Mm. then he decided not to run. And I met with him in his office in New York the Monday after he had decided not to run. And I said, look, you know, I know you're not running for president like we thought you were, 
I said, but I still hope you'll come to the meeting. And I'll never forget what he said to me. He looked at me and he said, I said I'd be there and I'll be there. Wow. And that was it. And uh, he feels that way about the commitments he makes to the American people. Dr. Reed, we appreciate uh, your time. I uh, hope you and your family uh, have a, a blessed Easter Sunday. Once again, uh, this has been Dr. Ralph Reed sharing about his book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump. It is the uh, April book of the month here, if you're a Freedom Fan Club member. And uh, I'm assuming available, uh, all your regular bookstores, Dr. Reed, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, all those good places? Yep, it's on Amazon, online, and wherever books are sold. Fantastic. Uh, again, Dr. Ralph Reed, blessed Easter to you and your family. Thanks so much for uh, taking time to join us today, and uh, appreciate the uh, uh, appreciate all these fantastic insights. Can't wait to read the book, so we appreciate the time, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much, and happy Easter to you and your listeners. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Another segment coming up in mere moments. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Ride today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Ooh, 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 yeah. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, Have you finally had enough of trying to open and close your old worn-out windows or doors? Are you tired of unwanted drafts? Don't put off replacing your windows or doors any longer. Call the experts at Great Plains Windows and Doors. Great Plains will help equip your home with quality Anderson windows made right here in Minnesota. When you want the job done right the first time, call Great Plains Windows and Doors. Online at greatplainswindows.com. That's greatplainswindows.com. Millions estimate their benefits online so they can do what they want offline. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Welcome back, AM 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. This is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. And congratulations to Daniel from Minneapolis. He is the winner of Dr. Ralph Reed's book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump. Of course, that book is April's book of the month if you are a AM 1280 The Patriot Freedom Fan Club member. And if you're not, well, why the heck not? Uh, go to am1280thepatriot.com today. Sign up for our Freedom Fan Club. 
and uh, you can get all sorts of fantastic perks. Uh, we will have in-person events again one day. I I believe that with every fiber of my being. I promise you we will. Obviously, in this uh, day and age of the COVID-19 pandemic and the stay-at-home orders, we're just not going to have them within the next month or two, but we will have them in the near future. And if you are a Patriot Fan Club member, well, you get all sorts of fun perks like uh, kind of tip-offs to uh, when these events will be taking place, maybe an opportunity for uh, real good tickets. Again, go to am1280thepatriot.com and sign up to be an AM1280 The Patriot Freedom Fan Club member. And again, congratulations to Daniel uh, from Minneapolis. Happy Easter to you, sir, and congratulations on winning the book. And like I say, just listening to Dr. Ralph Reed talk about what's in this book and, and, and his background and every and the connections he has. I mean, did you hear him name-dropping? Yeah, I, I talked to Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell uh, shortly after the lecture. Yeah, no big deal. you know. Donald Trump, yeah, he's a friend of mine. <laughs> I mean, the guy's been in politics for three decades and worked closely with then-Speaker of the House Newt Gingrich back in the 90s. So he's got the inside information. He's got the goods. He's got the knowledge. So uh, I'm hoping that he shares a few more of those anecdotes in this book. So uh, be sure to check it out. Uh, we are live and in-person broadcasting on this Easter Sunday. He is risen. He is risen indeed. And that is our number one in the books, our number two coming back in mere moments with me, Brad Carlson, right here. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, back with another four, full hour on the broadcast. Back in a few. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time. Do you have a relief factor success story that you'd be willing to share here on my show? If so, I'd like you to call Relief Factor on 800-500-8384 and option 5. And tell them your pain-free success story. We'd love to hear it. And maybe I'll play it on my show. That's 800-500-8384, option 5. In the meantime, for all the rest of you still struggling with pain, you've already heard many testimonials about neck, back, shoulder, hip, or knee pain. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son owners of Relief Factor, have created the three-week quick starter pack, and they've discounted it to only $19.95. Pain from getting older, exercise, or just everyday living is no fun. That's why Pete and Seth created this amazing 100% drug-free supplement, and now tens of thousands of people are taking it every day. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. That's relieffactor.com. My friends, Dennis Prager here, and they're at it again. The left is doing their best to silence ideas they don't like. On the college campus, in social media, and at your place of work, if you dare think for yourself and say what you believe, the left will try to shut you down. I've experienced this, and you, your children, and your grandchildren will or already have. My friends, it is time to fight back and defend our values, and that is why I made the film No Safe Spaces. Hollywood doesn't want you to see this film, which is why, believe it, it or not, this is really amazing. You won't see it on Netflix or Amazon Prime, but now you can watch No Safe Spaces for a limited time at nosafespaces.com. It's time to fight back against the attack on free speech and protect our American values. In any event, it's just a great film. See No Safe Spaces starring Adam Carolla and me at nosafespaces.com. So I'm standing here right now looking at 10 different brand new LG refrigerators, stoves, washers, and dryers. And we have all 10 listed at a minimum of $500 cheaper than most of our competitors. That's huge considering at PJ's Appliance Outlet, we do not use the fictional, often inflated MSRP price that most appliance stores use to get these savings. At PJ's, we're discounting real-time competitors' pricing for the same appliances throughout the cities. Hey, it's PJ here from PJ's Appliance Outlet. Now, I know you've heard all about how our customers travel from all over the Twin Cities to save hundreds, sometimes thousands, on name brand appliances. In fact, customers upgrading several appliances have more often than not walked out of our store saving thousands. There's only so much I can say in a radio ad about our products, prices, and ironclad warranties. So if you're looking for a new appliance or just feel like browsing, come check us out at PJsApplianceOutlet.com. That's PJsApplianceOutlet.com. 